Welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a discussion of God's extraordinary works through His ordinary ways. I'm Connor Haas, and I'm here with Mike Shera, and today uh, we are diving into the topic of taking a break. Mike, uh, that's what's in front of us today. So I'm actually going to send it over to you, and why don't you open this topic up for us? We're talking about taking a break. Right. So it's really along the lines of taking a day off, going on a vacation, uh, even taking a Sabbath, Sabbath rest, even if that's for a portion of a day. And I really would center it around the, the idea of Psalm 4610 that says, be still and know that I am God. And the idea of be still literally means relax, let go, uh, you know, surrender, the idea of not striving. Literally, it means to cease striving. And you know how uh, Plato's uh, Socrates said, uh, the unexamined life is not worth living. This is the idea of examine your life and your responsibilities and all of that uh, as you're living under God and, and make sure when you take a day off, it really is a day off. Make sure that when you take a Sabbath time, it really is a Sabbath. Make sure that when you enjoy vacation, you truly enjoy it, okay? And then um, one thing I'll add near the end today, but a regular forward-looking evaluation of your life that I think will help you take a day off and take a Sabbath and enjoy a vacation. Yeah. So some of you are probably hearing that word day off and you're like, I can't remember the last time I had one. <laughs> uh, and you think of uh, Sabbath and you're like, uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. And then enjoying vacation. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So, and then, and then, you know, some forward looking evaluation of your life. You're like, it never yeah, do it. It never happens. Yeah. So I really do think this would be helpful. And, and let me tell you who I have in mind. Okay. I picture the man in our church or the woman in our church a parent, uh, maybe young married, maybe single, but they just are, they're just living their life and they're sincerely wanting to please the Lord, but maybe they, they realize that when they take a day off, they end up working. And they don't even know how to take a day off. No one's ever taught them that, you know? And Or what is a Sabbath? What does that even mean? What's a Sabbath rest for the people of God? And then a vacation that often will bring our laptops on vacation and just do a little work. And our families are pulling us away from the computer screen, even as we're pretending to be on vacation. And then the idea of, I'm gonna share something that will help you uh, in terms of a forward-looking regular evaluation that has helped me in my life, that I do periodically, that I've shared with our staff and some other leaders, and I think would be very helpful to our listeners. Yeah, no, super helpful. I know you have a lot that you wanna kinda of run through, uh, so I wanna let you do that, but I do think, uh, as I'm just even thinking of my own life and as I'm thinking about conversations with other people, would you say it's fair to say that a lot of people operate from a very kind of frazzled, stretched out, just thin uh, mode of existence? Yes, I think that most people just respond to life as it comes at them rather than purposefully living. Right. And I know that that might sound weird to some of you like, well, wait, I'm, I'm purposely living. Come on, I'm living for Jesus. The idea that, but but we're always in response mode. And yeah. I think all of us, myself, I, yeah. I see myself doing this all the time where yep. I have to take a step back and go, wait a minute. You know, there's an initiating kind of a role that we should be playing, not just a responding where 
I'm just whatever is coming at me. You know, people yep. are like, the hits just keep coming. Yep. Well, that's the person that's always living in the response mode. Right. All I'm doing is responding what's coming this way. Now you have to read the situation. It's like when I was coaching basketball, we had a had a offense in the later years of the, when we were coaching. It was uh, read and read and respond. I think that, no read and react. Okay. And you read you read what the defense is giving you, and then you react to it. Yeah. Well, there's wisdom in that. Yeah. But you can't live every life just reacting. You totally. have to plan ahead and that's this is all about i think planning ahead right to take a day off planning right. ahead to take a sabbath plan ahead to take a vacation and then to do some evaluation yeah life. no super helpful i feel like one of the most com when when emily and i feel like we've been in the middle of a really busy season one of the most common conversations we've had so far is hey we need to we need to make sure we're living our life and not letting our life live us you know it's easy <laughs> yeah, to just yeah. kind of be on the other side of that so yeah. anyways well i want to kind of uh i want to open the floor for you to Kind of just walk us through some principles uh, and some pointers that will help us think about how do I rest, take a day off, have a Sabbath time, and then I know you want to get into some of that kind of life planning and mm -hmm. forward thinking uh, discussion as well. So I'm going to open it up to you, and why don't you just go ahead and, and uh, talk to us for a little bit about this. Okay. So I am by no means the perfect example, but I will say that I know I have learned a lot and, and grown a lot in these areas. And I think I have something to share because of that. But I was the person early on in pastoral ministry where I wouldn't take the days off. I was the one that when I went on vacation, I would still check in with the office, you know, all of those kind of things. I did that. And so I think I'm, I learned through the years that that wasn't healthy. I had to have people telling me, you need to take a day off. Come on, we don't need you every day. Or other times where like, oh, you're going on vacation for two weeks? Okay, see you See you in a couple days. And I even had, I remember a friend of mine who worked in our office joked with me once and said to me, oh, you're on vacation? Yeah, right. And kind of chuckled and said, we'll see you when you show up. And that was not healthy and it wasn't good for me or it's not good. I tell people all the time, I say, look, uh, you're better for it when you take the day off and when you take the vacation and you know me, you know me, you, you does what I'm explaining to you. Does it sound a little foreign? Cause I'm so tightly wound on don't bug me on my day off and I won't yeah. bug you. Yeah. Right? You know, if you don't, if you don't know when it's a Monday and, uh, and Mike is out of the office, he's really out of the office. We don't get in touch with him and, and it's the same uh, from him to us. So yeah. now now it's really different than what he's talking about. But You'll yeah. know I'll drop fire. You know I'll drop imaginary fire on you if you, if you get a hold of me on my right. day off. Yeah. And, and again, I don't get a hold of you guys on your days off. Now, what I what I do, and when we, you know this, I've said this, when you're on vacation, leave and then come back. Don't get a hold of us. You're not, you know, absolutely so necessary. And that's the way I see myself. This place can run without me. And it runs better when I'm supposed to be gone and not playing back into the picture. Okay, so the idea is when you have a day off, be gone and then come back the next day. When you're on a vacation, be fully gone. Don't tell people you can get a hold of me if you need to. No, that's not a healthy thing. So let's go, let's go one by one and we'll do day off first, then we'll do a regular Sabbath, then we'll do vacation, and then we'll do a forward-looking evaluation. Okay. okay? Great. And you know, arguably I could start with the Sabbath, but I'm gonna start with the day off just because that's the way I made my notes. That's the way my mind works. So let's talk about taking a day off. Now, some of you are like, well, I get two days off a week. Others say they get one day off a week. Some say they get no days off a week. So just so you know, I understand, okay? 
for me, I take Mondays off. That's my one day off. Okay. Um, the other six days a week, I'm, when I say I'm on, like I'm not in the office on Saturdays, but I'm doing things. I'm doing church things. I'm doing this and that. If I'm not preaching on a Sunday, Saturday could be a day off. But for the most part, when you're preaching on a weekly basis, it's, it's tough to say you're, you're, you have a day off. So when I say day off, I mean you relax from doing your normal responsibilities, wherever those might be. And even in COVID, because it was, it's been so, now everyone's working at home, that it, you, know, it's, you don't have to be in the office to be on and be working. So the idea that I take one day off and I schedule it, it's always Monday. Sometimes I change it, but usually it's a Monday. And the thing I would say is don't get to the point where someone forces you to take one, okay? You want to protect your day off and make sure you do it. When I came to Grace Church 15 years ago, I told the elders, I'm going to take Mondays off. Please don't call me on my days off. And some of the guys, some of my fellow elders will joke with me. In the early years, they would joke with me. Oh, sorry, I called you on a Monday. Or, you know, hey, I was going to call you, but I didn't. So do I get some extra points, you know? (laughs) And it was just, it became a little bit of a joke, but they knew I was serious about it. And the reason why is because I need the time to unwind. So I will be, I will say, if you take a good day off, you're better for it. And so are the people you work with and the people that you serve when you come back. So instead of responding to life as it comes and kind of getting worn out and getting a little bit frazzled, just schedule a day off and do it. Now, here's my perfect day off where I do nothing that I usually do for being a pastor. Now, that doesn't mean I don't pray for people, okay? But I don't, like I pray for the the flock all week long, six days out of seven, where I go through a list. So I'm not using that particular list, let's say on a Monday. Sometimes I will look at my sermon passage for the next week, but I'm also in the Word. So I just don't make phone calls with to people. I don't text a bunch of people. I don't email a bunch of people. I don't make appointments on Mondays. And I protect that. Now, some of those things do slip in because I don't wear a banner that says, I take Mondays off. <laughs> but when someone asks me, hey, I could get together Monday or Wednesday this week, I said, well, I'm, a, I'm free on Wednesday. Or I'll say, no, when, Mondays aren't good for me because everyone has the days that aren't good for them. Mondays aren't good. And I won't usually say it's my day off. I just like, no, I can't meet Mondays. I've got something else, you know. So just make sure that I think that's an easy one. So let's just say when you have a day off, I wouldn't be glued to your work activities. And if you don't, you're going to hurt yourself. And I think the place and the people that you serve. Now, discipline for a regular Sabbath. One of our elders, Alan Weisenberger, really helped me with this where every week, and you know, we share our calendars at Grace Orange on staff, so you can see this, but I have a study slash Sabbath time, like a three-hour block every week. It's usually on a Thursday. Sometimes it switches to Friday, or that's time where I don't want anyone contacting me. Now, sometimes I will contact people in that time and forget about it, whatever, but for the most part, it's thinking time, reading time, study time, just unwinding time. I might still be praying for people through that time, but I'm trying not to do the busy, busy work, okay? That's really tough to protect. I will tell you, out of all these things, this is the toughest one for me, and it gets run into often. So I'm not I'm not great at that right now in my life, okay? Um, talking about enjoying vacation, let's just say you take a week. I'm a proponent of taking two weeks, and I'll tell you why. I say, I've said this for a long time. It takes a week to defrost. Now, really, it takes like two or three days to defrost. And what I mean by defrosting is... You're not constantly thinking about everything back home and, and, and everything on your plate, all your responsibilities or the people you're connecting with. To take a good vacation, really take a good day off or a good Sabbath time or a good vacation, you have to plan ahead and get things done ahead of time and then know what's coming after it. 
So I work very hard before I go on vacation to get all my appointments that I will be having the week I get back and the, the two weeks after I get back or even three weeks, four weeks out, those things are set so that I don't get back from vacation and then have another week of doing nothing, right? And that's and what happens is then you're not productive. And I wanna, I wanna serve Christ, I wanna serve the kingdom. So I'm gonna have people on my schedule for when I get back. And those are already planned. And so to enjoy a good vacation, you have to work hard up front. But really, I would say this, and I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers right now. So I'm gonna say something that some people aren't gonna like. Don't be so worried about being noticed that your whole vacation is caught up with posting things on social media. Now, the idea is allow God to defrost your heart, to re- recharge you, refresh you. And then resist the temptation to post anything and everything up on social media. Like, what's the need you have to show me what you ate for lunch while you're in Hawaii? Seriously, what's the need you have? If you say, well, I want it on the record, I want the pictures, take a picture and put it in your phone. Why are you sharing it out to everyone? And you'll notice that my family doesn't share tons of pictures out there, or at least my wife and I don't, because we don't feel like we have to live our life through social media. You see, I post things on social media, but they're usually Jesus things, okay? Every once in a while, I'll I'll post something else up. But I don't feel the need to be recognized or seen in the actions I'm doing in daily life because my family vacation is a private time. My day off is a private time. And And again, I'm not everyone, and so you might think I'm weird about that, but I think it helps me refresh and it helps me renew, and I'm better for it when I get back if I haven't literally been signaling to everyone what I'm doing, okay? Um, let's go on to one more thing. Is Am I hitting these okay? Is, yeah. is this working? Yeah. For you? Yeah. Okay. Really good. So day off, regular Sabbath, and the regular Sabbath would be, you know, if, you, if Sunday can be your Sabbath, great. Uh, for me, Monday is more my Sabbath, but I like those Sabbath moments throughout the week. Mm-hmm. I really like, I am a people person, but I have to have time to think. So I have to have a lot of time early in the morning. I get up early in the morning and I do a lot of thinking and reading and praying. And then in the afternoon, I do a lot of that. And then in the evening, I do a lot of that. So I spend, you know, you know, I do. I meet with a lot of, a lot of the men in the church. I meet with a lot of people, but I have my moments. I can pick my spots where I am fully alone. Like I don't go to a coffee shop because it's too noisy for me. Okay. I need to go. I need to be alone, alone in a room somewhere or alone on a trail somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, hiking with my dog. Mm-hmm. And those are my sweet moments. And that's where God crystallizes a lot of the things I'm preaching, a lot of the, the leadership things I'm doing, a lot of the things I'm interacting with my family. Um, it's just, you know, like every every day, by the grace of God, I want to get in the Word with my family and pray with them. Well, I'm thinking about those kind of things in those other moments. Like, what am I going to do? You know, this year, my family, we're reading the last chapter of Robert Murray McShane's uh, daily Bible reading. Hmm. So like, you know, it's, we're in revel going through the revelation right now. Um, and so it's just whatever is the last chapter of the four or five chapters each day. And we already know that that's what we're going to be doing. So, but I still look at it and see what I'm going to say. Okay. So let's go ahead with this ongoing evaluation forward, regular forward looking evaluation. And this will be the last thing I'll share. I call it keep, stop, tune up, start. And I have you take a piece of paper and you put four quadrants. So top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. So keep is the top left. 
Uh, stop is the top right, tune up is the bottom left, and start is the bottom right. Keep, stop, tune up, start. And, and I can do this in my head. I've been doing this for so many years. I rarely write it down, but it is helpful to write it on a real piece of paper. What I'll do, and I'll just say, okay, what am I doing right now that I should keep doing? It's good, it's, it's appropriate, it's effective, but what am I doing right now that I should stop doing? Okay, and there's always something, okay? And then tune up. What right now needs a tune up? It's just not clicking on all cylinders. And then start is, what am I not doing right now that I need to start? And this has been the most helpful thing. I got the basic ideas from a good friend of mine, Gary Rutherford, years ago. And uh, it started with a, a chart. You would do it's called keep kill chart, and it was just two columns down a page. Left is keep, right is kill. And it's like, what are you going to keep doing? What are you going to stop doing? So keep kill. Mm-hmm. So I went with keep stop tune up start because that really helps me evaluate. And again, you can do this with your marriage, with your family, with your work life, even with how you do days off and Sabbaths and vacations and stuff like that. So. I'm hoping this was helpful to some of you that, you know, you would take a day off each week and really have a, a some time of rest that can bleed into a Sabbath, I realize, and then enjoy vacation when you take it. Just go and be with the people you love and don't feel like you have to check in with everybody back home. You'll be better for it. They'll be better for it. A little break from everybody is great sometimes. And then a regular forward-looking evaluation where you say, what am I doing that I should keep doing or stop doing? or tune up, or start, or what am I not doing that I should start doing? And it all comes back again to Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He is with us always. He is keeping our souls. This is all in the context of a Christian who wants to serve the Lord and do that for the long term until God calls them home or Jesus returns, whichever comes first. Right. Well, right on. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, Super helpful. A lot of that is things that I need to think about. So I really appreciate that. Uh, Listeners at home, we hope that was helpful to you. And uh, we uh, we hope that as you're just thinking about those things, the Lord gives you grace to implement some of that in your life. Uh, Mike, do you have any closing thoughts as we uh, bring this ship down to a landing? I would just say, um, Connor and I are praying for you. Um, Please pray for us. We're all learning and growing on a regular basis. And You know, we say that this podcast is about a discussion of God's extraordinary works through his ordinary ways. And, you know, a day, taking a day off or taking an hour or two just to rest or relax, think through things or, you know, planning a vacation where you're just going to, it's going to relax or you're just going to just recharge a bit. Those are ordinary things, but God can do extraordinary things and does do extraordinary things Hmm. through those moments to really prepare us and to work in and through us and just to, for us to be in his presence. Yeah. Just to enjoy him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Great closing thought. Well, listeners, we do love you and we do pray for you. Please pray for us. We are uh, excited to be with you again next week on the Ordinary Church Podcast. Have a great day. God bless you. <laughs>